I'm really quite tired tonight. What time is it? It's actually 23.59. Uh, I'm going to do this episode tired. Sober, but tired. It's been a long day. I'm going to tell you a wee bit about my day. I'm helping us. I say I'm helping. I'm working for a cleaning company, right? Helping hands. It's it's my mate's company from school, and he's offered me some work. And I said, Do you know what? I'll take it. I'll I'll get some money and I'll go towards a podcast. I'll go towards anything that's happening with my kids. Anything they need to put it, put it away. Put it away for some bills and that, you know. Rainy day bill. But last night when I was doing the second day of the the thirty day alcohol free challenge. So so tired last night, man. I had this leg pains in my leg. I don't know where the fuck they're from. I don't know where they're so sore. I needed some sort of painkiller. I had no painkillers. I had this ibuprofen gel though. Uh, which I think really only works if you've got ibuprofen. But uh, I took some ibuprofen gel and I thought that'll help my leg. It didn't help my leg. I was in bed with pain all night. I don't know where the pain's coming from. I don't know what the pain is. But my right leg is sore. And couldn't sleep last night. So this episode's probably shouldn't have happened. This pro- this probably shouldn't have but you know what? Let's do it anyway. Anyway. Let's make it a relaxed day free. We're gonna talk about day free on this fairy day challenge. Day free. Why we think we like to drink. True happiness comes from gaining insight and growing into your best possible self. Otherwise, you're having... Otherwise, all you're having is immediate gratification pleasure, which is fleeting and doesn't grow you as a person. That was from Karen... Salman Son. Salman Son. I don't know who that is. Sorry. Clearly. So let's start this chapter. Clearly. We must like drinking. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Right? At least, in the beginning, we liked it. Right now, you might be struggling with how much you actually hate the after effects. But there's no denying that first drink feels good. Before we can unpack all the denying that the first drink feels good. Before we can unpack all the denying, before we can unpack all the complicated pieces of the alcohol puzzle, it's important to understand what's actually happening in the brain when we drink. Do you know what? 
I'm going to rest the morning. Uh, I'll pack something in the morning. I'm too tired. Hold on. Hold. Hold a bit. Oh my god, what the hell was that? That was like, that was like energy, energy driving a <laughs> podcast starter, wasn't it? Oh man, talk about energy driving. That was like sucking the life at me, man. I've just went over that there and I'm just kind of, I'm looking back on the edit of this podcast episode. And please, I do apologise. I should have probably deleted this part. Uh, I think uh, most professional podcasters would delete uh, anything that's wrong or anything that sounds off, but seeing as this is a mental health podcast and it's an episode which it's a, you're allowed to go wrong. I mean, oh my god, life in life, shit goes wrong. Let's be honest, right? So, uh, I'm going to start start again. So let's, let's scrap the fir- scrap the first part. I'm very very glad you stay. Are you, are you still on this, by the way? Are you still listening to this episode of the Alcohol Experiment Day Three? Uh, let's get back to the edit, man. Let's let's get back to it. But let's start with some energy-driven uh, notes, real energy, as in real positive energy driving into your brain right now, right? So, first of all, I need to apologise in the, on the aspect that I didn't know who Karen Karen Salmonson is, right? Now, Karen Salmonson, I've went back and I've, uh, I've I've had to Google her and I've had to go and find out Wikipedia, and she will be somebody that I speak of in the future of the Green Sunrise Podcast episode. You got to remember what we do here is we find information, we we look at it, and we see if it's going to make us better. Well. I actually think she's going to make us better, so I need to buy one of her books. Uh, she's a self-help book author and designer with approximately 2 million books sold nationally and internationally. Uh, she is the founder of the NotSalmon.com. So, this I'm going to I'm going to do a wee bit of research on on this lassie, this woman, Karen Salmonson. Uh, I think it'd be rude not to do any work on her because obviously she's all about personal development. Uh, she, uh, she offers books and video courses on topics, including uh, anxiety, toxic people, emotional eating, relationships, meditation, and happiness, which all which are all the top above topics. Uh, the Green Sunrise podcast podcast is all about, and something that uh, I also sell as. As, as a business and as, as a, a subject or as a topic, or as a, as a as another thing that I can sell to you that if you want to trust me with looking after your anxiety, your relationships, uh, maybe not so much the emo- the emotional eating, but again that's all down to it's all down to anxiety and and so some of it's down to I wouldn't say all down to anxiety, some of it's down to anxiety, meditation and happiness. No. Happiness, I've got that in abundance, right? But how can I teach you? How can I teach you happiness? Well, well, stay stay tuned because to twenty twenty four, there will be a lot of happiness happening uh, in the Green Sunrise the Green Sunrise Podcast Group. Now, Sean Focus is already. I've just been. T- I've talked to Sean Focus today via messaging, uh, Instagram. And uh, he's willing to still come on the podcast at the end of January. So that is the aim. Uh, whether whether that happens is a, is a different matter. But that is the aim 
for the end of January, and I'm looking forward to that. Craig Gallagher's in as well, and I've also spoke to him. So they are the two main uh, podcasts that are going to be happening. But look, let's get on, let's get on with this again, this separate thing, the alcohol experiment. And I hope you're doing well. At the, uh, this is the first week. The first week in January has now finished. It's the 7th of January when I'm recording this. I've left it a few days because I've been uh, I've been helping other people doing other things. Sorry. Ah, that was a wee Pepsi Max there. Uh, another book that I'm going to miss. Um, I'm going to be approaching this year is ultra ultra processed foods. Uh, and uh, Ultra Processed People is another book that I've been given, so we will be talking about that after. I think probably after the alcohol experiment, whilst I'm trying to do the other podcast, again, based on mental health. Now, uh, let me get back to uh, Sally for just a wee second, just a wee second. There's no Sally, Karen Salmonson. Uh, I hope I'm saying her name right. But look, she's she's quite big when helping other people, and uh, I will be definitely looking at her. Uh, what age is she just now, actually? Let's, let me just try and find out where she is. Uh, Carrie Salmonson. She does a lot of stuff on uh, uh, TED Talks. Uh, you get stuff on TED Talks. Uh, Time Magazine, uh, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Inquirer, the LA Times, Chicago Tribune, the Business Week, and the New York Times. Uh, she's been in uh, Ellie, Marie, Cu- Marie Claire, I was going to say Marie Curie, Fast Company. She also appeared on television shows uh, and regular lifestyle reporter for Fox TV. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know who she is, but she'll be maybe getting, maybe, maybe looking at her soon enough. Right, now let's get back to this podcast episode uh, for, for the Alcohol Experiment Day 3. Now here we go. And again... I've already said this, but why we think we like to drink, right? Again, a wee bit with more positivity. Uh, true happiness comes from gaining insight and growing into our best possible self. Otherwise, all we, you're having is immediate gratification pleasure, which is fleeting and doesn't grow you as a person. Again, that was a wee comment for Karen Salmonson. I'm going to look at it. Never mind that crap. Let's get to it. Clearly, we must be drinking, right? Clearly, we must be drinking. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it, right? At least in the beginning, we liked it. Right now, we like the strong... The st- we, the, I'm struggling to read this, actually. Right now, you might be struggling with how much you actually hate the after effects. Because let's be honest, if we're doing this, it's all about the after effects, right? But there's no denying that that first drink feels good. Does, doesn't it? It feels amazing. But before we can unpack all the complicated pieces of all, of all the complicated pieces of the alcohol puzzle, it's important to understand that actually that, that what's actually happening in our brain when we drink. So I'm out with friends. I order a glass of wine. I've had a hard day at work. I'm looking forward to relaxing and laughing with people that I love. Right? That first glass makes me feel giggly and there's a little rush of euphoria that makes me feel good maybe for the first time 
all day. What's happening is that the wine artificially simulates the area of my brain called the nucleus accumbens. Accumbens. That's A-C-C-U-M-B-E-N-S. Accumbens. Or the pleasure centre. The chemical responsible for euphoria and... Oh, sorry. The, the, the chemicals responsible for euphoria are endorphins, right? The same chemical responsible for the f- good f- good feelings when we exercise. Oh, there's something that might come out later on. No, that's the end of that first page. Now, the next page is dopamine and serotonin. Now, two main chemicals work in the pleasure centre. Dopamine, which is responsible for desire and craving, and serotonin, which is responsible for the feelings of satiety, satiety and inhibition. In a healthy brain, there is a delicate balance between the two. But alcohol throws off that balance. And so, as I'm drinking that glass of wine, lots of dopamine gets pumped into my system, making me want more of what gave me pleasure the alcohol, since the pleasure centre has been artificially simulated by an outside substance. My brain seeks to regain the correct balance, so it sends out a chemical downer called dynorphin. This actually suppresses my feelings of euphoria, and as the effects of the first glass start to wear off, my sense of well-being actually falls below where it was when I started drinking. That means I'm lower than when I got off work after a hard day. Bummer. The dopamine is still working through and... uh, Sorry, say that again. The dopamine is still working though and makes me crave more of what made me feel good. So, I order another glass of wine, obviously, and the cycle starts all over again. An unwanted effect in that order to combat the the depressant effects of alcohol. My body counteracts the alcohol by releasing things like adrenaline and cortisol. You may may have heard of cortisol. It is also known as the stress hormone. So now, in my body's attempt to maintain homeostasis and combat the alcohol, I am lower than when I started. In other words, I now have to cross an even bigger gap to get above that baseline of pleasure. And that's miserable. That is miserable. And that's miserable. Even worse, though, is that alcohol is starting to affect other areas of my brain. My senses are being numbed, and my brain is actually slowing down. Eventually, I might slur my speech. Perhaps my vision blurs. I feel detached from reality. I convince myself that this is a welcome break from the real world. The cycle continues. The drinking cycle continues. And I get more and more drunk. 
What was first a nice, tipsy feeling is now completely out of control. But I don't care, because my brain isn't processing the long-term meanings and implications of my behaviour. Eventually, if I'm drinking a lot, it's been slowed down so much that I have to work hard to walk straight (laughs) on my way to the restroom. You've been there. I have. My brain receptors have become numb, and my senses don't rely, so don't relay the information as well. And so memories are being formed. I don't completely recall the embarrassing things I said or do while I'm drunk. I don't feel the pain I'm trying to escape. The stress from the workday fades away for a little while, but the stress remains when I sober up. And it's compounded by a hangover and I'm suffering from. The embarrassing photos show up on Facebook. And my best friend won't talk to me because I pissed her off so badly. Somehow, I'm not really sure what happened. If you're reading this book, you know what I'm talking about. The initial rush doesn't last. The more drunk you get, the more you regret. You regret it when you sober up. It's a downward spiral. And if you're like me, you blame yourself. Why can't I get it together? Why am I so weak? What's wrong with me? Today, realise that cycle has nothing to do with you being strong or weak. It has nothing to do with you being good or, or a bad person. It's a chemical chain reaction that happens to everyone. Although, we all feel the effects slightly differently based on our age, weight, sex and environment. The biological reactions are the same. Day 3. The journal questions. Before we get to this, remember all the wisdom you seek is actually inside you. The most important words in this experiment are the ones you tell yourself. Take some time and answer these questions in here or a separate journal, which is most effective. A voice memo to yourself or simply by speaking the answers out loud only for you to hear. Number one, brain chemicals. Reflect on the teaching about what is happening inside your brain. Just just write what comes to mind. How does this make you feel? What was the most surprising about today's lesson? How can you use this knowledge going forward? Number two, not your fault. Can you begin to see that your brain, in relation to an addictive substance, has actually been doing exactly what it's supposed to? Feel that. You've truly been doing the best you can with the tools you have. Alcohol just might not be the best tool. At least, not all the time. How does it feel to know that there is nothing wrong with you? 
Reflect on the knowledge that you are, are whole, not broken, despite what you may have believed. How does it make you feel? And day three, the reflections from the alcoholexperiment.com. Let's look at the, some, of the, some of the reflections. This is my third day and already I feel like I slept better. I woke up happy that I finally committed myself mentally. It is a shift. I have, hard, I have a hard time explaining or putting my finger on it. I am embracing the idea that I do not need to hit rock bottom. It is hard to break that way of thinking, but I believe in my heart now that is true. I can quit right now, feel better right now, and not drink again. It's that simple. An aha moment, Monica. I had a situation last night that would typically send me straight to the bottle or a six-pack of beer. I won. That was from Brady. This is the first Saturday in as long as I can remember when I haven't woken up hungover and miserable. I am anxious, which feels like I'm, which like craving, which feels like a craving. I am anxious, which feels like a craving. But I recognise that it is because that I have so much time in my hands. What shall I do? I'm going to need to get some hobbies. That's from Penny. I hope Green's on Rice Podcast is not your hobby. Act 2. It was a bit different from going on to the next days. But Act 2, hashtag 2. Let's get into this next. Actually, I'll finish it today before we get to Act 2. And before we get to day four. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please share it with your friends and family. And if not, uh, whatever. I don't care. I actually do care. I don't care. Have an excellent day. Green Sunrise Podcast loves you. Have positive vibes all day long. Do what makes you happy. Don't worry, be happy. Shine bright like a diamond. Everything will be okay.